Have you ever encountered a situation where you were asked to help and you see yourself in a situation where one party will benefit from your help and another might be harmed? Hi, welcome back to Poll Group's Employment Schmooze. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Poll Group Staffing. As I mentioned in the first episode, in the introduction, some information about the job market is exciting and motivational, but some information is not so positive because, after all, a job is a part of our livelihood. And when there are matters that pertain to our lives, we have to be ready to take some tough and sometimes ethical questions and deal with them. In this episode, I'll be covering two ethical questions I faced as a recruiter. These are two separate issues. My hope is that the listeners will get some tips and ideas on how to deal with these types of issues when they encounter them. I would like to open a conversation about references given to employers on employees. Sometimes you might get a call because you were the previous employer of the candidate, or sometimes because they provided you as a reference. Or maybe you could just be a regular person and an employer knows that you might know the candidate and this is the reason why they call you. You can give the right information about the candidate. Let me give you an example where it can become a real sticky situation. Let's say a company calls you to check reference on a person that they know that you are somehow connected with. But you see yourself in a situation where you are also a close friend to this candidate's current employer. So now you're in a dilemma. If you tell this company who called you for a reference how good this candidate is, then your friend who is the current employer might lose a great employee. The other option is, should you try to push off the company and tell them that you'll get back to them? And meanwhile, you'll reach out to your friend, the current employer, and tell them, hey, I want to tell you, you're going to lose a good employee. I know that this employee is looking for other options. But hey, one minute. Now you might kill a great opportunity for this candidate. Is your relationship to the current employer really worth holding back someone from a better opportunity? Or maybe it's the other way around. Can you really watch someone else taking away a key employee from your close friend? And you think to yourself, maybe if you give a hint to the current employer, they will try and satisfy the candidate and all will be good. But maybe not. This is probably not so common in the corporate world. But in the local communities where everyone knows everyone, I personally have encountered this type of situations. And I'm sure in certain industries, where every executive director knows the other executive director, it can happen too. So what should you do? Here is what I learned how to react in these situations. First of all, we need to agree that when we try to swim in messy waters, we put ourselves in danger of hitting a pointy rock. So let's not make things more messy here, and let's try to keep the water as clean as possible. My philosophy is A, I am not in control of the universe, and B, I am not the one in charge of handling someone else's livelihood. Yes, I am a recruiter and I know lots of people and I've made lots of great friends over all these years dealing with people. I know many employers, thousands of employees, but when someone calls me for help, my first obligation is to help the person who reached out to me for advice and you can't go wrong by dealing with it, sticking to your honesty and truth. The party that called me deserves my attention and calling up other parties can be a breach of trust and that just makes things messy. First of all, your friend or employer might never know that someone called you for information about their employee. And if they find out, they are hopefully intelligent enough to understand the situation and should appreciate the fact that you can keep things confidential. Again, there is always exceptions to the rule. I'm talking about the general concept. Who should you be helping in a situation 
where it feels unethical or uncomfortable because one party might benefit and another might lose. I suggest that the one who reaches out for help should be helped. That's my opinion, and I base it on my experience. When someone reaches out to me for advice, I try to get an understanding what they are going through and their dilemma. The more information I know about them, the more help I can provide. How can you possibly be successful in helping anyone if your heart is busy pleasing other parties? Here you want to help the candidate, but here you have ties with the current employer. So you want to help the employer. That is what I call swimming in messy waters. I tell you from experience that if you try to help all the parties, even with good intentions, chances are you'll end up backstabbing both. Because if you're not honest, it can go wrong. But if you choose to stick to your guns and speak the truth, then you can't go wrong. And the truth is that you should ask yourself, who called me for advice? Who asked me for help? If the other parties didn't ask you for help, then you're not obligated to call them and to show them how generous you are. It might not be so generous at all if it's at the expense of someone who reached out to you for help. I'll give you an example. I experienced it on my own skin. A high caliber candidate from a company reached out to me. He had many issues with his employer. Happens to be that this employer was a great client of mine as well. The candidate knew I'm close with his employer and asked me to please keep our conversation strictly confidential. He did not want his employer to know that he's even thinking of moving on. And after listening and understanding what he's struggling with, I asked the candidate for an option. Maybe we can find a way that I can intervene. Maybe it's worth it if I sit down with your employer and hash it out for you. He said, no, thanks. I work with him long enough to know that this is a mentality and a personality and I will never change it. And it demoralizes me. It's taking away my willpower and my drive to keep on building this company. And I just want to move on. Please don't even try to get me to stay. So no is no. So after this person was placed into a different company, the employer who I'm close with called me up and he was extremely angry with me. The main thing that really bothered them was, how come if I knew that his employee is not happy, why didn't I reach out to him and tell him? He would have made things work. It's not nice of me not to inform him that his employee is not happy. And I said, my dear friend, let me ask you, if the same story would happen with your son or daughter, who comes to me for advice or help with their employment situation. And they beg me to keep it confidential. And I go and breach my promise and call their current employer. Would you then call me a friend of yours or a backstabber? He replied in anger, but that was not my son. And he banged down the phone on me. I understood he was angry with me for some time until he had tried some other recruiter was only there for the buck. Then he realized that he would rather stick with trust and honesty than just work with someone who only cares about transactions without any passion. Friendship is a relationship. Just like any relationship, you sometimes give your partner tough love when needed. Same as friendship. If you are a real friend, you treat him with honesty and you need to toughen up when it's called for. Holding back for the sake of trust is tough love. Being a nice man and trying to please everyone will not always work in your favor. In another event, I had a company book an appointment with me to discuss an employment issue. They had a key employee who was very talented, exceptionally creative, but this individual was a pain in the neck when it came to communication. His creativity was a great value for the company, 
but his lack of communication really started to hurt the company's growth. He wasn't a good role model, he never showed up on time, and wasn't a great delegator. It came to a point where the company had to make a move. Obviously, they had realized that it's not easy to change personalities, and they decided they will not be investing in changing him while they have their company at stake. But this candidate is a close connection to my close circle. I knew that in order for the company to be able to move on, that this person will stand in their way of growth. Because he is the type when he works on his projects, he needs to be 100% in control. But if he is not in charge of it, then he is not managing it either. It's either all or nothing. And when he is in charge, there are lots of limitations. We all agreed that he needs to be kept on the sidelines and a more competent person should take over in order to take the company to the future. Now, I had a real dilemma here. Should I recuse myself altogether and tell them, listen guys, this is too close to home, I just can't advise you on this. Or maybe if I'm the one who intervenes, I can at least try to find my friend a better solution or a better position for them. Or maybe if I'm the one who helps the company, I can try to negotiate with him to give this employee another chance. Or perhaps I can call the candidate and give him some advice on how to better himself so he can try to keep the job. And there were many other scenarios of maybe this or maybe that. I decided to stick to my profession. They didn't ask me advice on what building to invest in or which area they should build out or which area they should build their next facility. They reached out to me because they figured for some reason that I can help them with my experience in their dilemma with the employee. As long as this is a part of my profession, I'm obligated to do what's right. And that was listening and trying to understand them and figuring out the best way to help their business grow. If you do what's right and you do it with full integrity, most intelligent people will understand it. And as I said, you can never please everyone all the time. We try to do the best and the right things. Please understand that I'm not here to portray myself as the most righteous person. I'm not the most perfect man on earth. So who am I to lecture anyone? I'm just sharing information with you on things I've been tested on. And I hope sharing my experience with these tough situations that it can help you when you encounter them. I've seen that in these situations, you have no other choice but dealing with it fully, honesty. Otherwise, you can get tangled into messy situations. In every profession, there are times when you have to make tough and wise decisions. Being a leader or an experienced consultant or advisor or in any position where other people rely on your advice, you need to be strong enough to deliver what's asked of you. I believe that this should also apply in cases when a company reaches out to you and ask you for references about someone you know. They could have called any other person from millions of people. Why did they choose you? It's either because the candidate put you down as a reference or because the employee knows that you know them. Either way, they called you. So now there is a company relying on your information. This company might feed many mouths. Don't take it as a minor duty. Take up responsibility. Do what's right. If you don't really know this candidate, then say, I don't know the person. It could be a mistake that they gave you as a reference. Don't overqualify or underqualify anyone. It's also important to take into consideration that it's not a good thing to get someone into an iffy position where they can be out of the job after a few weeks or months. It demoralizes that person and it's not a positive on their resume. It shows job jumping. So it's not in the best interest for anyone to be placed into a wrong position. So make sure that the information you give is accurate. And now let's go to a poll group job advertisement. 
a distribution company that currently has a team of salespeople with designated routes selling to retail stores and large institutions is looking to hire an experienced sales director to manage the sales team and to expand the sales team by hiring qualified and experienced additional sales reps. The sales director should be experienced in leading a sizable sales team, understand how to set goals and incentivize sales reps and create new markets and drum up new business. This is a senior position and an uncapped opportunity working with a great established prestigious distribution company. Please send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you continuous luck in whatever you do. Have a great day.